Life. My name is Brennan, and joining tonight is Nicole. Howdy there. And Mama Kay. Hey, howdy, hey. And we're back with a listener suggestion. We said we'd Yay. get to him in the new year when nothing was out, and here, here is one of them. It is Napoleon Dynamite. Napoleon Dynamite. Everyone remember wow. that from almost 20 years ago? That's, uh, that's so how old this movie is now. Watching it in this the basement from, with you guys. We have uh, many copies of Napoleon Dynamite for some reason. <laughs> we do. Um, <laughs> we have three. I don't know why we have three. But I think you have all the do. three. We don't have any anymore. So, yeah. Uh, okay. So, we've, we've accrued. We've accrued <laughs> Just them collected all. them along the way. Yeah. Right. They, they, they migrated together. This is from listener Allison. Thank you, Allison, for the suggestion. If you want to suggest things for us, this is proof that we do eventually get around to them when the good movies go away and then that is films with the women in my life on facebook uh instagram at brennan underscore pod host and email the show films with the women at gmail.com uh, i think this one was an email maybe instagram i don't remember but the polian dynamite 20 years old everyone seen this before based on everyone owning copies i would <laughs> guess yes are we at all tipping our hat on this because uh having so well, many copies I I know shame is it shamelessly or shamefully I haven't decided yet in my head um I had a quite a few pieces of memorabilia from this show I definitely had the vote for Pedro shirt I had I had a Napoleon dynamite lunchbox stop it i had i had uh like some stationery and wrist wristbands you had and all, all the this. swag so must have been a real cool 10 year old where indication of <laughs> where did this I like come it. from <laughs> oh my god i had no idea yeah that's I, that's why i said i don't know if it's shameless or shameful so we're just gonna keep it at the ladder right now and i'm not gonna tell you anything else <laughs> At the end of the episode, we need to revisit that. So <laughs> you can decide. I actually have, I actually have a shirt from an, the second movie from the same director. I have the uh, Nacho Libre shirt, and I got that. <laughs> Yes. I got Me that and you be- were just a match made in heaven, weren't we? <laughs> I got that because I spilled a gi- giant soda on myself at the movies, and Nacho Libre had just come out, and I guess they had like they were giving away T-shirts with the movie, and so they just gave me a t- a new T-shirt, and that's why I got it. And it was like the crappiest quality. It was like one of those press-on logos. And so I got they gave it me a shirt because I spilled the drink on myself. So I had oh it. my god! I totally you know forgot about how that came to fruition. Oh, you know my when god. you tell somebody when you're younger, "Oh, what do you like?" and you say, "Oh, I like owls," and you get everything for the next eight yes. years has owls on it. That was kind of what Napoleon Dynamite ended up being for me. I like, I, oh, I like it. And every birthday, Christmas, Easter gift had some sort of Napoleon Dynamite logo on it. Mine was Gumby at one point. <laughs> and my brother kept it alive, like, through my college years. And I was, at some point, had to tell him that I no longer needed Gumby shampoo or chapstick. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was pretty hair. awesome, though. How was your Gumby shampoo? It was in From- the shape of Gumby. I mean, how cool is that? I wish I had it now. That's kind of fun. 
Oh, God. From Preston, Idaho, comes Napoleon Dynamite, a new kind of hero complete with a tight red fro, some sweet moon boots, and skills that can't be topped. That's just the, that's just the definition I got oh, here. Jesus. So if you haven't seen Napoleon Dynamite, it's on Amazon Prime and on our shelf if you happen to come by. (laughs) If you're ever over, you might get a copy on the way out. Yeah, we might give it away with the Napoleon Dynamite or Nacho Libre t-shirts on the way out. I feel uh, like we should. We should have like a little drawing for one of the Napoleon Dynamites. That there's no way I still have that, any of that stuff. You uh, have the DVDs. Give away one of the DVDs. Yeah, we exactly. Have the DVDs. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Maybe we'll do a giveaway this year. We've yeah. never done a giveaway. Maybe that would be can, fun. Well, you guys leave a, leave a review or something. I don't know if we'll I could give, I don't know in. if I could part ways. With one of the DVDs, <laughs> which, which, I think you could. Which of the three DVDs do you choose? <laughs> I mean, the lunchbox I get. No, you're keeping that. But one of them's like a special edition one too. We have too much <laughs> stuff. Special <that> edition. <laughs> <laughs> I nice ninety minute watch on Amazon Prime. If you have any interest, we're going to spoil the movie now. So Napoleon Dynamite, if you haven't heard of it, is a uh, he's about this guy. He's a socially awkward sixteen year old in quotations, uh, and he lives <laughs> with his grandmother uh, Carlinda and his older brother Kip. And uh, the grandmother's. <laughs> oh, I just, I just, just saying that. Too loud. <laughs> Oh, I just thought I can't even get through the the, the, the the quick summary. For the I just thought of something else. I'll tell you when like, we get there. Drunk to you know be like this with this one. Not a drunk. The grandmother gets injured. Uh, she breaks her coccyx in a quad bike accident. <laughs> the sand dunes and so she asks their (laughs) uncle rico to come and uh stay with them even though he's 32 he's a middle-aged man who lives in a camper van uh has a lot of get rich sounds like you're just making shit up as you go (laughs) i i I don't i I don't know how they wrote this but possibly uh it's all true He's got get-rich-quick scheme ideas, and uh, he thinks if he could have been uh, gone pro if Coach had just put him in. Uh, and then there's another girl, uh, the Deb. She has a small business she runs where she <laughs> takes photos and also makes little uh, bracelet lanyard kind of things. Woven handicrafts. Yeah, and uh, she's, yeah, she's saving money up for college. And finally, uh, Pedro. Who is a new kid in school? He's a transfer uh, from Juarez, Mexico, and th- those are all your all your title characters. And they the movie is watching all of these very kind of sad, awkward people do things, and then uh, yeah, it's you just kind of watch them do different stuff, and it's, it's that's that's it. I can't really describe it yeah. any better. <laughs> so. I I like to say what? it's a day in the life kind of thing, or a yeah, it's a month sl- in a life. Little slice of life. I guess the main plot is at one point Pedro is running for class president. That's the most right. plotty thing happening. But you know, there's a school dance. They work odd jobs, uh, stuff like that. They have so, a love life. So, well, yeah, some of them barely, well, kind of. <laughs> All right. So the, what do we what do we think of Napoleon Dynamite, uh, Nicole? What do I think of Napoleon Dynamite? Well, when I heard that we were watching this again, I was actually kind of fearful that I was going to think it was really stupid because I haven't seen it in years. Like, Yeah, me neither. I, I hadn't watched I, it in at least 10 years. Yeah, I mean, I was 10 years old when this movie came out, which is weird. Um, but I just had this, like, 
this fascination with it. And um, I think it really paved the way for different movies that I still enjoy now. Things like Juno and feel like Step Brothers or any of those asinine comedies. Like this one I feel like was the first one for me that I I liked um, with this style. So going back and watching it this time, I knew all of the I knew all of the script already but it was still so funny to me the delivery on things and John Heater just does a really great job of being a fucking weirdo and it's the the movie itself is so it's so difficult to pick what year this is supposed to be set in because what what era yeah we've got some stuff from 2000 and two and we've got stuff from the 90s and 80s and he's selling tupperware like the 70s and it's just like (laughs) what the fuck is going on (laughs) and uh the pictures on the wall i don't know if you saw them mama k they're just so funny their headshots where they're like a little ghost in the background too it's from totally 80s yeah um the style of the movie is so intriguing to look at everything it's just so funny um i don't know if if people think this movie is funny now if they saw it for the first time if they were like my age like Mm. i I don't know if people think it would be stupid or not but i think it holds up still with some of the comedy that is put out today like i feel like this is kind of like an almost an episode of jackass but in idaho with like weird weird people (laughs) like they're just doing goofy stuff so um, I, st- I still enjoyed it this time. Uh, we were laughing quite a bit at some of the things. And the thing that made me chuckle in the beginning when Brennan started to explain something I have to tell you, um, aside from all of my swag that I had, no. I was, <laughs> I was a weird child. Okay. I had this shirt that I bought at Walmart when I was 10 years old and it was a yellow shirt. And it had a teddy bear on it with an American flag hat on. And it was holding an American flag. And what? I would say about 10 years ago, I watched this movie. <laughs> I watched Napoleon Dynamite. And I looked at... And the fucking grandmom has that shirt on in that movie. <laughs> you didn't even mean to. You just were already dressing I, like that grandma. <laughs> <laughs> I was shook when I saw that. Because I, I was an adult when I watched it at one point and was like, Holy shit, I had that fucking shirt. <laughs> but unironically, I had that shirt. Exactly. <laughs> because they sold it at Walmart. You were just totally channeling yeah. gra- the grandma. Yeah. Oh, it's so embarrassing. But uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I like I like this movie. It's funny. <laughs> all right. Well, okay. Your, your thoughts on going back? Have you Had you seen well, it recently at all? I hadn't. No, I haven't seen it in quite a while. Um, but I'm going to stick on the shirt theme real quick before we get into it. Um, <laughs> I was, as I was watching it this time, I was like, no lie, Napoleon has some sweet shirts in this movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I really like those. I really like, there was one particularly where there was like a mountain, maybe it was like a ski lift or something. <laughs> and I think he was at lunch with Pedro. And I was just like, I would totally wear that shirt now. I think that's super cool. Now And now you have me thinking, oh, my God, I'm legitimately grandma. Like, I am wearing, 
I want to wear the shirt that the kid wore that was you from Walmart. It's not that shirt, but it's Napoleon shirt. So, um, yeah. And also I totally, I mean, that Nacho Libre shirt got worn to death in my house. And I think it turned out being like a, a bit of a dress, if I remember correctly. Uh, it was very. The bottom kept getting stretched. It kept getting <laughs> like, and not just down, but like out, like a Oompa Loompa, like a, like a, like a, I don't even know, like an umbrella kind of thing. It was pretty. crying. <laughs> it was pretty bad. I don't know it what material a- is made out of, but <laughs> it's uh- a. <laughs> it was see through pretty quickly. So, uh, oh yeah. My God. Um, so going back to, to, to watching uh, Napoleon Dynamite, the first time I watched it, I hated this movie. I was sitting in the basement and I was told, I pulled a different kind of old lady on it. And I was just like, I do not understand what is going, I don't understand what the point, I guess it was, I don't understand the point. I understand what's going on. It's clear. It's, you know, it's not a difficult movie to understand, but who thinks this is interesting? Who thinks this is funny? Um, and then for some reason, not too much later, I mean, like in a month or a couple month range, I watched it again and he had the exact opposite reaction where I was like, this is flipping brilliant. This is the opposite of anything that is, that's out there. It's so, it's such a, it's, it's such a weird little slice of life, but it just makes you so happy, right? When you're mm-hmm. watching it all the time. Like I was just, when, when we watched it last night, I was just smiling the whole time. I was just like, this is so funny and everything is so funny. And you, and again, you laugh before anything happens. You know, he walks outside with the food and you're all like, Oh my God, it's going to be so funny. because he's going to throw the, t- throw the dinner at <laughs> Tina. You know, it's, it's, I'm sure it's like, maybe it's a cult status, I guess, but it's really charming and refreshing and, there isn't outside of uh, summer and the girl, the other girl that he drew the Trisha, <laughs> Trisha, <laughs> that he drew the lovely fo- picture I drew of. This for you, <laughs> where that came from. Yeah. <laughs> um, outside of those two, there wasn't anybody else that I felt was like. I mean, even the Biff character, I don't know his name, but the, the blonde guy, I don't know if he ever even says anything. Oh my god, uh, he's so fucking hilarious. Nicole loves that guy. Don. <laughs> his name's Don. Yeah. Yeah, Don. Uh, the, I mean, the he Biff doesn't character. even seem like, you would think that there would be a bad element here, and it's really, it's not, like, they don't, they get picked on, and yeah, they get slammed into lockers, and one kid gets, like, almost turned upside down trying to get his money for a soda, but it just feels so like um, it feels weirdly innocent um the whole relationship that happens between uh kip and lafonda is amazing um i love it more every time i see it i love tupperware uh when i watch this movie um yeah it's just i'm thinking i have to really embrace this as one of those movies if you're ever feeling really bad or if you're sick and you want to just watch something great this is the movie to watch. There's not, there's nothing else. Like this is unlike anything else. Um, I don't have the same sentiment for Nacho Libre just because it feels more forced. This feels really natural and, and, uh, organic. I love it. Uh, yeah. Like there's a lot of stuff that I, you know, liked about this on the rewatch. I'm surprised it held up as well as it did. Uh, I'd say like every other, joke hit for me like there's a lot of the stuff that i'd forgotten was like the physical comedy a lot of like the <laughs> just people getting hit with stuff and 
and just being their awkward movements. Uh, Kip Kip running over the Tupperware <laughs> in the car, so like, funny, a lot of, and then driving away, in the face. like, and then it just, just damn it, it just drives away. <laughs> a lot I also of like, like the every time comedy. that Napoleon runs, you know, he's just like always running out of out of the scene, and I'm like, that's it's kind of like a. It's kind of like early prototype Naruto run where like you kind of duck and like your <laughs> arms are behind you and you're good. It's, it's very, uh, uh, I don't know the know. reference, but I'm going to go with <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah. It's, it's for, it's for the, the younger listeners. Oh, jeez. Okay. Naruto. Um, so like, yeah, I mean, we all started like, I think we all liked this, uh, pretty, pretty well. Surprised it held up as well as it did. We kind of talked about a couple of the characters. I know Nicole likes that one, the Don, the blonde guy. I think you said that already. I do. Uh, actually, I saw a thing, a trivia thing. That actor, apparently, he, he was uh, afraid of his trailer because he thought it was haunted. So he slept with John, in John Heater's trailer. No, not John oh Heater, Edgar Ramirez's trailer for like three nights of shooting because he thought his trailer was haunted. <laughs> Have we seen that guy in anything else? I don't. Th- I mean, he's been in a couple other things. This is like, if you see his IMDb, this is the first time that comes. His out, so. face is so like ingrained in my memory when he's just scoffing, and it's <laughs> it's so hilarious. I was yeah. shocked to learn he, he was twenty six in this movie because he looks about forty. I thought that was. I thought it was like. <laughs> I thought it was like a joke that he was like. Because like obviously uh, Edgar Ramirez and uh, John Heater are older than their, than high schoolers, but it's I, I thought he, his was supposed to be like a joke on the trope because he looks so much older. Yeah, they did a better job with the girls in their you know making. Them oh yeah, Deb look- could pass as a high schooler. Well, Deb yeah. was I think seventeen or eight. The actor oh, really? was seventeen or eighteen. Yeah, yeah, so she actually was correctly age cast. Where yeah, John Heater was twenty six. Haley Duff's probably uh, older too. She might have been like yeah in her early twenties, but um, yeah. So, uh, but like characters that we've liked the most. What uh, I guess I go back to Nicole. What did you? Who, who stuck at, stuck out this time around? Besides, Don. Uh, <laughs> Don, Don is just a classic. Um, <laughs> I think my favorite character is probably Pedro. Um, I just love all of his scenes. Um, I particularly love him when he's feeling flustered over his uh, heat stroke that he's having and <laughs> goes and shaves his head. I think that's so hilarious. Can we talk um, about whether or not there's something really wrong with Pedro? Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know if you picked it up this time, uh, but I have this underlying feeling that Pedro might have cancer. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> yeah. what yeah, the I was feeling. Something I'm like, I have literally never thought about it. I mean, it, it, it makes it, he's sick a lot in the movie. He yeah. shakes his head. And he goes, he's missing from school one day, and right? then he's just standing there, and I don't know if it's just the, the nervousness or if he's literally just sweating in the bathtub and... <laughs> <laughs> proceeds to and shave his head everywhere is... he's like sweating at school and when he gets the new hair he's still sweating with the new hair too it's like yeah i think there's something wrong with it with our buddy there <laughs> you need to see somebody <laughs> um but yeah he's definitely my favorite i like i like napoleon i don't think you cannot like not like him if you're watching this so um they're my favorite i I do like deb as well i think that she does a really good job playing (laughs) like a really awkward person um so that they're kind of like the core three in my head yeah Yeah, and then kip is around with his yeah little weird his his (laughs) side plot's so weird his whole his whole part of this is the most 
I, I don't understand like why he gets like the happy <laughs> ending with Lafonda. I don't understand like what what the what that's all about. Everyone, well, because everyone he's thirty two and he it's time for him to do something. I mean, Napoleon is still in school. It just doesn't feel uh, earned. Uncle like, what did he do gonna... to? Ach- to achieve a relationship like you have to do something to be in early he's on the what chat rooms uncle, all day like, that's enough what did uncle rico do to deserve the really cute girl on the bike that comes his way in the end pretty much nothing well, that, she's that, she's in for a world of her is that his wife or something that was his ex his ex-wife or ex-girlfriend caroline said. yeah oh what i think i missed that really? yeah, that's yeah her. he had a, I mean, he I had a wife named caroline or something but, yeah, at oh. one point in the movie, he says he's like, "Yeah, I left her." You know, she was crazy yeah, I know style about or whatever that. the hell he said. Yeah, that's her at the end, though. How do you know? They say that. Well, they don't say it in the movie, but it's in the lore. That's what it is. Oh, okay. I just thought it was some girl who just happened to be biking by, and now he's. Like, he wouldn't oh, put it past the movie for it to be well, some random. I mean, it would be pretty random, which is not above what's been happening this whole time. Um, yeah. That actress too was uh, was uh, is the wife of the guy who played Kip in real life. Shut the fuck up. The yeah. Also, wife. no. Really? <laughs> How did Kip well, he doesn't look her? like that when he, when he doesn't look like that when he's <laughs> he's no, made up to I've look like Kip. No, but I've seen his IMDb. It's not. Uh, I mean, <laughs> did we? Did you notice that Kip sometimes had braces and sometimes yes. didn't? Yes. <laughs> yeah. One point, you point out his braces. I'm like, I guess he does. I didn't realize. I thought maybe but he that doesn't he was always. Well, I thought at first it was part of his make his LaFonda makeover. He was getting grills because yes. he's got the big chain and he's they... got the do rag. <laughs> I thought that's what they were too. Like he was maybe transitioning to that person, you know, because he yeah, was the first time I saw him. Makeover. He was, yeah, he was sitting at the table and he still had the regular Kip look, but he had braces on. And then it was like, <laughs> then all of a sudden he went full on, you know, prince necklace and all that kind of stuff. So. Um, yeah, it's, the characters for me, um, when I'm looking, when I'm thinking about it, they all just make me smile, even though there's this most awkward individuals that you can imagine. They, they just have like the right people for, for, for a movie with such a low budget, they really do have the right people playing, playing the roles. Um, I think that I, watching uncle Rico is fascinating. I like Kip scenes a lot. I like LaFonda. I like LaFonda and when she's talking to Napoleon because she's a little bit of normal that comes in and she treats him so nicely like that he's kind of normal too. Yeah, um, it's interesting. <laughs> well, I mean, she's, look at who she's with. She's like, oh, I got the better one out of the two. Did she? I mean, <laughs> I, 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 mean, I, I can't, know there's... I can't imagine being with either of them, but right. But Napoleon is more like out, like aggressively out there. Where Kip, I, Kip, I could just like, like, sorry, just stay in the car, and like, I wouldn't have to like actually like, <laughs> I wouldn't have to be around people with Kip. Whereas Napoleon, you can't yeah. take him anywhere. He's so like, like loud for no reason. At the time like, he has like outbursts. <laughs> he gets mad at you when you like asked him a question. I love I this, God, I'll do what I want. <laughs> well, look, like every everything bursts uh, bur- when he has to feed Tina. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> just, uh, I love just all of that. Flinging the food. Uh, he has a good one when um after he gets back from the chicken place, the, the hatchery oh, or whatever it yes. is, and he's and they're like, I don't got, we don't got checks, like paying coins, and he's counting all his <laughs> coins to him. He's like six dollars. Oh. That's like a dollar an hour. Go. <laughs> <God. laughs> like, like, 
<laughs> I mean, I guess he's justified there, but still, so like, he just, his, his outbursts yeah. are so aggressive. I, I remember when I was younger and babysitting, like, younger, I was babysitting when I was under 10, and I remember getting paid in coins from some dude's pocket, and it would be like, this seems like a lot. And then you get home and you start counting and you're like, no. You get paid in coins I mean, for babysitting? Oh my God. Yes, I got paid in coins. fucking ancient Mesopotamia. <laughs> I mean, if they were Mesopotamia coins, that would have been pretty sweet, but they weren't. And it was just, you know, I would count it and I'd be like, oh, I was there for this amount of time and they didn't even have cable. This sucks. So. Oh my God. What a, what a different time. What I know, I'm like, no like foreign to me. You had to use coin. Now you just Venmo the babysitter. You don't even you paper money, not even necessary. Um, <laughs> That's my, I walked both ways uphill through the snow. Just cool yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. I had to fight two wars just to get to, just to get to homeroom. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. I like, um, so, so I, I don't have a okay. favorite character, I guess. I just like the way they're, they're all played really well. I like the grandma, um, yeah. Uh, oh no. I uh, there is one ancillary character that I like that no one's going to talk about and like, but it's the principal. Oh. <laughs> principal. I'm because to think what he does. does he doesn't do any. First, the only thing he does is he berates Pedro for having that uh, pinata of Summer Wheatley. <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah. We don't put pin. We don't put real people on pinatas. I don't know what you do down in Juarez. Uh, <laughs> Says it <laughs> so stern, like. So stern, but my my I don't know what it is about it. When I think of this movie, this is always what I think about: is when Pedro's getting ready, or when Napoleon's getting ready to do the dance for Pedro, and he comes up and he goes, "And now we'll have a skit by Pedro Sanchez." And the way he says it is just <laughs> cracks me up. Like it's almost he's like almost snarky about it, and I don't know. It just I don't know. That anyway. scene is oh. so funny too because after that, and he they learn they have the skit like that random woman comes up and goes well obviously you need to have a skit and right. pedro has this like existential crisis <laughs> he doesn't have a skit prepared. Like, oh well i guess i'll just go out and say nothing i have nothing to say you start sweating again profusely <laughs> so sweaty i love it i love it yeah brennan what's who's your who's your character du jour? i know I, I know who i don't who do, i don't like and i don't like kip as a person <laughs> like I, and like i don't like even though even though his the scene where he runs over the stuff where it's probably one of my favorite scenes in the movie but like he he just bugs uh and like another ancillary character that like gets a bigger deal than is probably worth is rex Quando, what character? Which, Oh yeah, okay. I was building up to it. Oh, sorry, Rex Quando. <laughs> uh, he, he, I think he. That Oop. that scene is supposed to be a lot funnier than it, it comes off, whereas all the other scenes are funnier than they ought to be. Like that's that feels like a purposely like written in joke kind of thing. And right. I've seen his movies later on. Like they're not like none of them are as, like they're all pretty bad. Like Nacho Libre is the next best one, um, and then the rest are pretty bad. You don't so think that this, this... Kip. Doing that really unforceful kicking is not hysterical. It's all right, but like, <laughs> but it's the, a long way to go for that one bit. Like, I understand what you're saying. It's a whole different setup. It's a whole different scene. And yeah, that character's only, comes only back in, in it, the end. At least they right, bring him only, back. Yeah, yeah, they bring him back for when he's doing when Uncle Rico's doing like the boob job tour or whatever <laughs> he's doing. Um, 
I speaking of, I re, I mean Rico might be my favorite just because he's uh, like, like the sleazeball characters. He is the sleaziest. Uh, he's but he's also kind of one of the better people at what he's doing. He actually sells the Tupperware. Like people right. actually buy it from him. For, he's a good salesman. Uh, one of the best. One of the best. It precedes the Kip running over the Tupperware is when he's selling the twenty four pack to this couple. And he's like, and if you buy now, I'll throw in this wooden sailboat. It was a little model wooden sailboat, and the 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 woman's like, oh, oh, I want that. <laughs> and the way and he the, pulls it out of the box is like, what? You, you think this the is, first time you're watching it, you're all like, what happened? Why is that? But it was so perfect. But it, yeah, but it works. It works for the. And then he even goads the husband into making him feel small. He's like, just try to give that, give that a rip, give that a tear. And he's like. <laughs> can't do it he's just trying to pull it it. to sides don't you think Uh, i would be like that wife oh i want that yeah (laughs) Yeah, because (laughs) they throw in something completely nonsense with the thing that we probably don't need but like whatever just oh yeah he pulled that out of his van before they went in like he had that like he just has a bunch of random shit there he's like i'll just give one of these each away with each purchase Uh is what i was thinking he was doing but yeah like every time we see him selling the tupperware he's actually doing pretty well i don't know how successful he is at the boob job sale uh selling we don't we don't get as much of uh that uh except for rex kwando yeah also uh, preying on on teenagers right oh yeah he he said to give it to your mom and then but then he was like or you know or if you need you know, if you need a, like, oh, if girls need anything at all, he's yeah. <laughs> got to drive by in the van. <laughs> but he doesn't come off as, I mean, he's sleazy, but in a friendly way. Oh, Lord. <laughs> he, doesn't, he doesn't come off as, you know, I don't know. I don't, I don't find him like super objectionable. Maybe he's also know him. only shitty to Napoleon. He really isn't shitty to anybody else like when right, he's getting the no. photos from uh deb like he's very cordial there uh right. he i mean he just he ends up getting mad at kip but he takes kip like under his wing to show him how to do the stuff and really just defeat his ego about his football career uh but like he's not he's not really malicious towards anyone but napoleon he, him and right. kip and everyone everyone beats on napoleon except for pedro and and deb um, well napoleon's beatable i mean honestly he's got a punchable face <laughs> he's annoying and he's so irritating to be he's like irritating with everybody that comes you know he's like you know he has these like tremendous lies that he tells that everyone has like, so many lies everyone right. is just like a lie machine in the, but and they tell it in like the saddest most unconvincing way too they just head down right. shrug shoulders like oh yeah was a bow, a tr- like 50 ba- uh liger what like are you, 50 we shoot 50 like Wolverines with a bow or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then the next scene is them beating the shit out of head, headlocking <laughs> him into the locker. <laughs> uh, There's a lot of yeah, beating up in this. There's a lot of beating up. A lot of intimidation. The, yeah. Uh, the, I think this, the side characters in this movie really, really contribute to its success. Like, uh, you know Pedro's cousins, like oh, they're the best. I love it, them. It's yeah. so hilarious that they guys, so, they yeah. just threw them into like rural Idaho. Like right. why did they, why did they come with Pedro to get there? It's so <laughs> He's got a whole family there. He's got like there's like a very he has a very large family uh, that is there. We see at the birthday party at the end, uh, right? Or whatever. His or congratulations party. Yeah, um, yeah, for president. El presidente. <laughs> Yeah, that's a, yeah the cousin. If you vote, you vote for 
Hey, Pedro, I'll give you his protection. <laughs> and then he has his cousin oh, yeah, just driving around to intimidate the bullies for, for yeah. the other weak kids. <laughs> that fucking bully but they're also is so nice funny. And, and they give Napoleon and his date the uh, <laughs> ride to the to the dance. So Yeah, that's good. They're just driving out in the middle of rural Idaho in this, you know, it's got fucking hydraulics and hydraulic lower hydraulics all over them. It's like, oh my god, this is amazing. Yeah, yeah, I like them. Like you said, like the psychic, like Lafonda. Without Lafonda, we don't get the her. We don't get that mixtape that her her brother made or whatever. And Napoleon can't do the dance. Yeah, that's all. Like it's amazing gotta have it all i think that's like really the most iconic scene from this movie is that dance scene i just i feel like it just blew up to a a level where it was getting like um recreated and and everything on youtube and i don't know if you guys remember like that one guy i think he was a teacher it was like one of the first viral videos on youtube was a guy that was blending a bunch of songs together and he used a part of that that scene and it just went so viral it's crazy how much how impactful that scene was well yeah and the music in general it's all like this 80s you know reverb music that's cut that they have coming coming back and um and it still lends that quality of what when is this like when does this movie take place we're not really it's a really weird feeling I think it's supposed yeah. to be modern day, but they do intentionally right. make it feel throwback. Well, no I think cell 80s phones primarily. or anything. But it's 2004, yeah, and it's rural Idaho, so you know. I mean, that's not a that's not a deal breaker per se. That's true. They probably didn't have you know even broadband or anything. So also, the yeah. big clue is Uncle Rico dreams about his high school days in 1982, and Rico is right. you know at least 40 here, so that would make you know. That, that would make this modern day. Um, I just feel like we're living in Rico's world for sure. Yeah. <laughs> the whole movie is totally flat. Is like a, a Rico flashback from that scene on unbeknownst right. to, the, to the Only to the he's viewer. now a grown adult and is with his nephews and, <laughs> and Tina. Yeah. Are there any Tina's other uh, the unsung hero? <laughs> Tina's the, Tina <laughs> just rejects the food. Um, were there any other standout scenes before we get to a uh, before Marvel a post credit scene that uh, yeah. I I remember seeing back in the day? But uh, mm-hmm. is there before we get to that, I really love the scene. You know, we, there's a lot of talk about the egg scene where they go to, you know, get the eggs from the chickens, and then there's that guy that has that really weird voice that, and we had captions <laughs> on this time, so I could actually he was actually <laughs> saying words in the first few times or ever, however many times I saw it before I thought he was just like <laughs> but he actually was saying words about an arrowhead up in the mountain while he's going that like, sandwich yeah I'm like oh that's uh, so interesting and the egg pitcher full of eggs yeah, yeah. Lloyd said as we were watching it my husband said no that's orange juice and he just put one egg on top and i'm like i have never thought of it as orange juice i always thought I of it as either. just a bunch of eggs yeah why would they do that because so. everything else on the table is eggs and then the egg bread related. i assume yeah. is just an egg in between that like a smashed egg <laughs> or like, maybe no or maybe nothing maybe it's just, just bread, bread. <laughs> yeah who knows i always thought that was egg oh. salad so i don't know still on the same wavelength <laughs> I thought it was their so egg salad, which is you squish an egg in between bread. <laughs> you just kind of... <laughs> I did have hard-boiled there. 
Yeah. yeah. I like the, but other, you know, everybody likes that scene. I like the scene though. That's when they're, when he and Pedro are doing the future farmers of America and they, and he's tasting the milk and they're, and he's like, this one has bleach. And they're like, yes, correct. And I'm like, Oh my God, who's putting bleach in milk? What the hell is happening? <laughs> Go to the and then the patch. other one tastes like, like what is, Oh, onion. They're eight, this, the cows ate. Patch. Yeah. The cows go to an onion patch. <laughs> I just, this I just, has like, a fifth the, the, nipple. <laughs> yeah, and the close-ups on Napoleon's face while he's drinking the milk is just so uh, visceral, and I'm like, oh my god, this isn't, you know, he's a mouth breather drinking milk, and I can see all the milk. I'm like, oh, I don't know about that. So, I, but I like it. I think it's funny. So those are some scenes that a lot of people don't sort of pick out. But yeah, definitely my favorite scene is. Um... The sh- shaving of the head. I think that, I think that whole <laughs> c- scenario is hilarious. My other favorite scene that I actually just thought about. It's not even anything special. It's just so funny that they did it this way. Like when you, when we first meet up with Deb and he's like, "When I was a kid, I thought this was so funny. Like, oh, are you drinking one percent milk because you think you're fat?" <laughs> Because you don't have oh, to. About that. You could drink whole if you wanted. And she's got a fucking crumb hanging off of her lip like I'm right. dead. <laughs> he crumb. thinks he's just like doing the nicest thing. And it's so offensive. The crumb is so fucking funny. It's the way he it's the, again, it's the way he says it too, because he's so right. for he thinks he's fat. You're not like it's like he sounds mean. <laughs> like, uh, I don't, he, like he you can drink whole. <laughs> the even so better, weird. the more even uh, uh, so, what was the the tot scene too. The tot scene where oh god, yeah, I it's weird for that like, guy to ask too. Like, why does he want these pocket, pocket tots? tots? <laughs> yeah, like they've been well, in there for you don't know how long. They're definitely cold and it's napoleon they're in napoleon's thing i don't want anything napoleon's putting his hands on i don't really want that that's why the characters are like not um like if this were real life no one would have anything to do with him instead they're it's kind of accepted that everybody's a little quirky you know it's not they're not made to be the you know, the most popular kids in school, but they're kind of more accepted. I mean, I know that Napoleon gets pushed in against lockers and that poor kid that gets his money taken. Oh my and... God. He's like hung upside down. On... <laughs> he's like, I need 50 cents for a soda. I need 50 cents, 50 cents for a Coke. But even um, the boys, the boys are like acting like it's like urgent. Like, come on, just give me this 50 cents. Like, it's not like the classic, like there's like a, like a gang of them coming down and they right. call them dumb names. Like they're right. all they're, they're They're like asking for something they need. <laughs> It's very right. right. It's yeah. It's not like I'm being mean just to be mean. I just need a soda. Need a soda now. Borrow the bike to go to whatever he's going to. Like it's not like I want to steal your bike. He's like I need this bike. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's very very weird framing. It works works for this though. Okay. I think I don't know if I said yeah. it earlier, but it's not a mean spirited movie for how much fun it makes fun of its character. Like no, how much it makes I fun agree. of all of its characters. It yeah. always feels like. Kind of with a heart and genuine, even though it's it's these it's these are not. all very pathetic people. Yeah. Um, yeah. So 
I mean, we get we get we get like all the little happy endings. Kip and Lafon leave on a bus from Michigan. And Rico reunites with the estranged girlfriend. That's what it says here. So I'm gonna go with that. Okay. Uh, Grandma comes back from the hospital, and Napoleon and Deb reconcile, and they play <laughs> tetherball. Uh, so he's finally got someone to play tetherball with. Again, so aggressive with his high punches at the ball. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but there is a end, uh, uh, completely post credit scene, which was not part of the original theatrical run. It was uh, shot afterwards. Uh, actually, it was shot for. I think the whole budget of the whole thing was four hundred thousand, and this was over half of that original budget. Mm. Additional because it was just an expensive scene to shoot, and that's a wedding scene between Kip and Lafonda. They have an outdoor ceremony, and uh, the whole thing with this is uh, where is Napoleon? Because you know Kip's doing his little song for Lafonda. Lafonda's everyone's like pretty happy for the wedding, except for. One guy in the front row who I, I think is supposed to be LaFonda's uh, like brother. And he is like the only one who's Ashamed. like, the fuck is happening? Yeah, he's like his hand <laughs> in his head. The parents are good. LaFonda's parents seem like, oh, it's nice. And he's like, is anyone else watching this? Like, And then obviously <laughs> Napoleon's side, it's full of the misfits. Uh, but where's he's Napoleon? He's us. This, LaFonda's brother is us. Yeah, he is, yeah. he's our yeah. surrogate. Like if we were there, we'd be like, because it's in the middle of a yeah. field. Like a field like nothing around. Like there's no, I don't even see any buildings around. Um, like a barn, nothing. So uh, where's, where is is napoleon we see over the hill he comes riding in on a horse and he's kind of flopping around and like barely <laughs> hanging on to it it's supposed to be uh in that what's the i think nicole did you say it with the 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 a knight's tale is that the movie oh, oh yeah kinda, the knight's tale yeah, yeah it's supposed to be like that Ledger coming in with like a pe- peasant <laughs> top but he, yeah and he's got yeah he's got the weird little yeah peasant like garb but he's also he's so he's got his mouth open and his glasses are flopping up and down and he's like barely hanging his on. eyes are closed yeah, yeah. Like so so then he shows up he says he was uh claiming this wild honeymoon stallion and he tamed it himself um so he gives it to kip and lafonda as a gift lafonda gets on and kip rides i guess bitch sheet on the on the, the horse or he's like hanging on the back and uh they they ride off into the sunset. The funniest part about that thing, whole thing, and I never knew there was a post-credit scene. Like I didn't watch that when I was younger, so I actually sat through and saw it this time. But the funniest thing is that they show Napoleon coming in pretty swiftly. Like he's he's moving pretty fast. His hair's blowing and stuff. I know. Then, it looks like then, <laughs> you're worried. Yeah, and then they show Lafonda and Kip on it, and it, they're literally walking so slowly away. <laughs> like they, like one of them was probably not comfortable with having the yeah, horse terrified. run. Terrified. It was like just teetering away. It was so funny. I was thinking it makes me think Napoleon's not doing it right. Like he's like pulling too hard or something. Like they're just walking away with the horse. Napoleon's like yanking so hard, and that's why he's flopping around. <laughs> Well, so listen, I have not seen this scene because I didn't what? know a post-credit scene happened and I watch things through the credits most of the time. Yeah, I'm you're the, always the credit watcher. I totally am. And I'm usually like, because I want to see like the music, I want to see like where it's filmed. And I got through all all the music and everything. So I must have like just basically hit, you know, stop right before it happened. So I still... 
I still need to see the you scene go back because and watch it, it. It, sounds, yeah, it's pretty good. it sounds amazing. I, I, it was, it was, I'm the only one who's seen this. I don't remember where when I saw it. Maybe it was one of the DVDs that we have, the many. The extended uh, but, cut. Yeah. But I, I, I remember I remember the scene. What I like about this, too, is that usually when you have a tack-on scene at the end, especially if it's reshot later, things look weird or like it doesn't fit the tone. This still fits the tone. It's still like just as funny. <laughs> it actually makes the movie like just a, a couple hairs better because then you get an extra... An extra tack on or an extra like wrap up with the whole story it feels like all of our characters have come together and it's still very funny and it's still yeah. their same personality like when yeah napoleon just gets there he's like hey deb can you take a picture of me on this horse and she's like yeah <laughs> sure <laughs> <laughs> and she, does she still have a side ponytail? I hope so. Uh, uh, I'm pretty sure she does. Well, at the end of the movie, she's she's her hair straightened at the concert. Oh, it looks really pretty. She <laughs> might have it straight. She yeah, she might have transferred to straight. And I don't remember. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Grandma's there too. Um. So that's that's. <laughs> I think we we catch on all the big stuff. I I think we, it's pretty much obvious we are all recommending Napoleon Dynamite because. All seen it many it's, times and mostly oh, had yeah. good things to say. So I just and, forgot yeah. how happy it makes me. Like it, I literally smiled and laughed through this whole movie, and I'm like, I just got to put this in my pocket for like days when I'm in a bad mood or something. This is a good thing to sort of pull out. Short, it was a, so easy to watch. It is. Aww. It is. It goes down really smooth. Like I was shocked at how quick. I have not watched a movie this quick feeling in a while. I mean, it, it is only ninety minutes, but still. It flew. Yeah. Like, it really okay. moved. Maybe it's because I'd seen it before, but still, like, it was very, it very smooth watch. Um, thanks, thanks, yeah. listener Allison. Thank you, listener Allison. And the, uh, uh, one more. There's people who've never seen this. They're they going to like it because we all saw it. Yeah. And liked it. I know, okay, didn't like it the very first watch, but then immediately after that liked it. But are right. people going to be able to latch onto this 20 years later? Yes. Mm. yes unequivocally it's a yes. more questionable for me i just feel like if i were to watch something f- like now if i was that age but i think that this is the same kind of humor but i personally think that it's this i think it, a lot of things stemmed from someone something like this so i, I think so too yeah I, I i would hope that people would see the humor in it and find this to be similar to like jackass or something where it's small little bits of skit and they all kind of have something in common and it comes together to make i mean they make jackass the movie so they have to have some sort of through line right um but it's just like little bits and pieces that make you laugh at the grand scheme of it it's kind of, I think uh, YouTube and like TikTok short term short form storytelling is the better way to do that. Is the more common way to do that now. Like now, this would be like a channel where like a, a guy plays this character and does all these skits. Like uh, I can see yeah, that being a thing. That's like kind of the motto because the that this kind of humor I think still does exist in a, in, a, in a you know its next evolution and it's on you know more yeah, social media kind of platforms. But uh, yeah, yeah, quality. I feel like it's almost bigger. Like it's almost more accessible to people because they're used yeah, to this, that. Because this is right before. I mean, 2004 was like yeah. at the very early stages of like YouTube social social medias, and so this was Vine. very. This is before Vine. This was this was yeah. before Facebook. Like this was early, so. Um, wow. it was, it was on the forefront and uh, yeah, a lot of the dumb memes you laugh at are kind of, they're kind of Napoleon humor if you kind of <laughs> think about it. <laughs> so, That's true. uh, 
There you go. That's Napoleon Dynamite. We will be taking more listener suggestions in the coming weeks, and we'll be getting to a couple of 2022 movies. There's a few in Jan and Feb that are that are worth a watch, you know, worth getting some reviews, and maybe they'll be worth the time. Don't waste our time on the 355 or whatever other movies are out there. I heard, I heard people, like, scream. That's not really a movie we would do on here, though, because it's a horror movie, but it's not, like, a just kind of horror movie. It's kind of a meme movie, but, like, I don't. It doesn't. I don't think it really fits it's our show. It's one so. of those markets for someone that got into it when they first came out. It's the fifth yeah. one too, and like I don't think any of us have seen the other ones. Or it's yeah. So I, yeah, we're but we'll be sprinkling in listener suggestions with our regular movies. We've got a host uh, host picks coming too. And if you want to send those suggestions, films with the women in my life on Facebook. Reach out to me on Instagram. I'm Brennan underscore pod host. And you can email the show films with the women at gmail.com. Also on the Instagram, the tournament's going on right now. And uh, how's everyone's team's looking good? Nicole, I know yes. yours is uh, doing pretty well. Okay. I'm in, a, I'm in a solid, I'm in solid third place. So I'm, I'm poised you are to in take a solid, over. You're hanging on. Yeah. So as of this recording, I don't know if maybe you've somehow. I, I'm poised to take over. I mean. Are you yeah. poised to take over? Oh, yeah. Oh. yeah. Yeah, yeah. We'll see about that. The goal said to me the other day, why do we never put money on this? I win every year. We oh. never put money on this. <laughs> okay, no. I'll take back yeah. pay, too. Back pay, <laughs> yeah, when we get there. All right, uh, thanks, All right. you guys, for being on the Boy Dot Bites. Yeah. Until next time, this is Brent signing off saying thanks for listening and enjoy your Thanks for listening to Films with the Women in My Life. If you enjoyed being a listener in our life, please rate and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or on your favorite podcast app. Keep up with the latest from the show on Instagram at Brennan underscore podhost, on Facebook at Films with the Women in My Life, and on Twitter at Films Women Pod. Finally, you can email the show with questions and suggestions at filmswiththewomen at gmail.com. Original music for the show was created by Ian Burke and Chris Iwanek. Original artwork created by Nicole D'Alessio. This show is produced by Brennan Snyder. Thank you again for listening and enjoy your movies. Thank <laughs> you.